トカーンと星しくつかち出してちっちゃな海賊大統領賞ハイホープセオンナイト飛ばせ銀河をビュービューゴーゴーステラバスタミッドサマヨおっときょうぜひあらわるおやまとめてかかってこいだけど悪いこはきりしくしくぜバス涙もどくてもくとよし君の星でも会えるかなきりと人情が絶すれずに宇宙せましいと Oh, oh, bye, bye. Hi, hope, s a i l on the night. How you push it up? To can't the hostage catch it as she takes. To eat a little bit of sheep. Who's over? Go, go, stand up, stop. Me, t o me, so. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Lilith. And I am Eli. And we've got a very, very exciting, special. What's, what's another word to describe today's episode? Um. I, I don't know. What, what, what do you call looking at. Michelangelo's David. That's what we're going to be doing today. <laughs> I, I'd also like to apologize for、uh, the assault upon your ears that you've, that you've recently heard. <laughs> This was, that, that was entirely my idea. Entirely worth it. <laughs> I mean, technically, we haven't recorded it yet. But... No, we, we haven't recorded it yet, but I know what we're going to record it, and I know that's going to be awful, given that my ability to pronounce things in Japanese exists somewhere on a scale between non existent to pretty bad. Very true. Very true.、Uh... Well, in any case, let's jump into it. And for anyone who might have recognized the, the title of this. Or what we're doing today because of the opening. You are, you, are very, you are a very rare creature indeed. Very rare. We, we, uh. So, to those of you who don't read and can't pay attention to the,、uh, the lyrics of the song we、uh, sang, <laughs> what we're talking about today is Space Pirate Mito. <laughs> Just. Just season one, though. We're not just, about just the first、two. season. Because talking about season two involves talking about spoilers that we don't want to we don't want to mention for reasons. Yeah. Anyways, not saying there's a twist. In any case, so yeah, some quick background on this series is.、Uh, So it was released in 1999? Yeah, winter 1999. Yeah, it came yeah. out in 1999.、Uh, let's see. Who, who was the one who. It was、uh, Triangle Staff. That was the studio. Which you might, you might know from things like Serial Experiments Lane. Yes. You know, that one. Yep. Serial Experiments Lane. And basically nothing else. Let's see.、Uh, they, did, they did Macross Plus. They did a bunch、well. of Macross. They did a bunch of stuff in like the 90s, I guess. They, they went defunct in like 2000. That explains a lot. And I can't, I, can't, I can't see why, considering that, you know, just a year prior, they made Space Pirate Mito. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. It does say that they were involved with season two, I think. They were, yes. And then, of course, you got Genko, who I don't. Genko was just like the publisher on this. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. 
because they've got a whole bunch of stuff in their catalog by other people. Not it was the second season was like a collaboration. They were working with uh, Zebek. Right. Those guys. <clears throat> Zebek, who do Actually, a they, lot of weird stuff. They did the topic of last week's video. <laughs> Wait, they last did? week's video? Yeah, last week's video being uh, Nyarlo. But uh, yeah, you know they did. Uh, they did uh, Nyarlo. Nyar, Nyar, they did that one. <laughs> They did Nyarlo. They did Nyarlo song. Very nice. Right, yeah. Right, Zebek does all kinds of weird shit. But we're talking about Triangle Staff's Space Pirate Mito, a yes. original property. Which An is, original property. That's super weird, right? Like, it doesn't... They, they chose not... to make this. Yeah. That. That is... Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. Oh, right. I almost forgot. Real quick. There is a Symphogear connection in this in this show. I remember from the first time we watched it. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on. I know you're here. I know you're here. Yes. Fucking Ogawa from Symphogear is the main character. Yes. Which I think is just hilarious. This this is a show that we have six degreed to Kevin Bacon to hell and back with like every tiny little aspect. Absolutely, I mean, I want to do just an entire uh, episode of the podcast on just the director. <laughs> the director is something special, I'll tell you that. And I don't mean that in a facetious manner. And when I say that, I mean I'm not taking the piss. I I legitimately think this person. Has has an amazing catalog of work that they've done. For example, he did. Uh, he was the director on all three seasons of Shakugan no Shana. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not talking about the director today. No. We're talking about Space Pirate Mito. We're talking about Space Pirate Mito. <laughs> so let's let's stop here. What? Let's let's talk. Uh, let's just start with the premise. I the guess. The premise. Uh, so, where, to, where to fucking begin? Feel feel free to go and pull up a picture of just like the, like the poster, like the title screen, whatever. Uh, that alone will let you know everything that you need to know about this show. Except it won't. Absolutely. <sighs> okay, so Mito is an alien. Yes. Let's back up. There's a kid named Aoi, whose mom is a uh, uh, what you call it, a fashion model. She she she's a she's a she, yeah she's a she's a model in New York. Yes. And she comes and visits him every once in a while in Japan because uh, his dad passed away a few years ago. And, you know she's super busy with work and. And her name is Mito. Yes. And there's an alien named Mito. Yes. Obviously, this is not a spoiler. This, we, we find this out within the first minute of the freaking show. This is literally, yes. This is literally the first thing you find out. Because <laughs> Mito... Uh, I don't really know. It's, it's an entire alien species of lollies, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She looks like a kid. In fact, she gets just she gets uh, mistaken for a kid on multiple occasions. I think her official height is three feet. Something like that. She that's is actually like, that small. She's this is normal for her species. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other example of her species we see is about is the also same. three feet tall. Yes, although. He's a, he's a special case. Also, her, 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 she has ribbons in her hair that are so long they have ribbons on the end of them. <laughs> she, she literally has ribbonception going on. And I believe she also uses her ribbons as weapons at one point. I think, I think like two points. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's, this is a short, well, relative, it's, 
it was a two core but for a, if you just treat it as a one core series it is very tight and i yes. gotta i gotta admit that is kind of uh that is kind of refreshing compared to some stuff i've watched where it's very the episodes are also half length aren't they no they're full like, no, no no yeah, yeah, yeah that was the other series that i found i got confused no, yeah, because the the other series that I found, we're not talking about today, but it's <laughs> half length rated R, and there's a and there's a uh, seventy year time skip between season one and season two, but that's not what we're talking about today. Again, space pirate Mito, stay on stay on topic, Lilith. Stay on Come target. Come on. Stay, <laughs> stay on, on target. <laughs> Okay. So, Space Pirate Mito. So, uh, you got this, you got this, uh, you got this lady named Mito, who, get this, she's a pirate in space. Space pirate. <laughs> uh, so, she goes flying around. I, 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 have a ver I, I really don't know how to describe this show. <laughs> it is really hard. It is really hard. It's, it's... <sighs> you want to you, you want to ask if everyone involved is just on drugs the entire time, <laughs> because the plot is complete nonsense and yet manages to be coherent the entire time. Yeah, like you can you can understand how you got from point A to point B to point C throughout the entire narrative. It's just that the narrative doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the narrative is complete nonsense, but it's a consistent narrative. That's 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 kind of infuriating. Like, cause you got all these shows nowadays that have you know inconsistent narratives, but they have a completely normal plot or plots if you're watching Keijo. Plot being in as big as air quotes as physically possible, I'm imagining. Yes. <laughs> but then you got this show, where it's like, what the fuck is going on? Also, uh, so the uh, Mito has a left and right hand. Uh, also, space pirates. One's a cyborg, the other is a... Gorilla? No, that's oh, the... I mean, he's a cyborg. One's a cyborg gorilla... And the other is okay. a sapient cloud of gray goo? More or less. Nanotechnoid is what they say. She shapeshifts. Yeah. That's, that's her, her deal. And uh, I, I looked up like the Wikipedia page for this show, and apparently they're a reference to another show? It's the reference. To like a period like to a, to a period piece or something. It's I don't get the reference at all. And Mito's mom is in a little UFO body because she's dead? Yes, that's, that's never explained. <laughs> it's not really need to be explained, right? It's just, oh, I'm dead, so we put me in a robot. We put yeah. my mind in a uh, robot. She turns herself into a hat at one point. Very good times. She likes uh, Mi hanging on Mito's the ceiling. mom, not not Mito. Yeah, Mito just likes being a mom. And then her crew are, you know, a diverse group of weirdos. It would be it would take way too long, and I don't remember half of them because wasn't one of them literally just a turtle or something? I think so. One's one is just a duck with glasses. <laughs> yes. A couple of them are pigs. Um. All right, there's the weird one that's uh, that looks like an anime girl, but his face is on his stomach. It's it's super weird. And Mito uh, has this uh, suit of armor called a male suit that makes her look like an adult, I guess. Yes, she uses it to go incognitus. And also, it's you know. More, it's tougher and more agile than her normal body. Not so like she needs her normal body to be tougher or more agile, but but yeah, that's the so the robot body. That's the one that she usually well, not usually. That's the one that she visits her son in all the time. 
Because, yes. you know, three feet tall, looks like a child. People would get kind of weird about that. Don't ask how this, like, childbirth happened. Okay, because for context, her husband was human from Earth. Yes. Whatever you do, just don't ask questions. <laughs> just just go with it. Don't don't dwell on it too long. Otherwise you'll start asking questions like us, like we did. <laughs> Anyways. And so besides Mito and Aoi Alright, and I forgot to mention it. Mito has uh like the reflections in her eyes are stars. And so, yes, like her pupils, uh, yeah, right? No, no, no. Her pupils are no? the black things, but the uh, the reflections. Oh, the um, the white part. Yeah, that bit. The the lights, the light. I am I am not familiar with the anatomy of the human eye, or yeah. the alien eye in this case, I suppose. Well, it's it's anime eyes. It's just anime eyes. In any case, and so Aoi, since he's only half of his mom, only his right eye has a star in it. That's this is never fun. this is never important to the plot, but no, 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 not really. And so let's see here. So that's most of the friendly cast filled out. I mean, there's the students at the school, but I don't remember any of their names except for Kafuko, who's the uh, the rich girl. There's also the, the the teacher. Yes, the ninja teacher. Yes, she's a freaking ninja. It's. I feel like she's probably a reference to something, but I don't know what to. It's the nineties. Anything went. Very very true. Let's see the teacher, uh, whose name I can't remember. She, yeah, so she's a ninja. Which explains a lot. Uh, was there anyone else at the school who was important? I mean, like nah. I said, there's the other students, but I don't remember any of their names. And, I mean, they mostly just fall into a few of the general tropes for schoolmates and stuff, so. It's it's your standard, you know, go to school, have misadventures on the side involving intergalactic aliens, you know, show that you would expect from the 1990s. Yeah, except when right. it's not. Yeah, except when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, let's, so we got the, uh, we got the friendly cast filled out, we got... Now the uh, the enemies. Well, I use enemies in the biggest air quotes possible. This show does not. Uh... These could not be the, the. These could not be any less. Th well, except for except for the one. Yes. Except for except for the one. These could not be the any less threatening villains. <laughs> so the main two that we deal with, at least in the first half, is uh, the Nenga siblings, Mutsuki and Masatsuki. Mushroom Girl and Crazy Dude with the Giant Robot. Yes. So, Masatsuki has a, like, I don't know what it is, but he throws it at stuff, and then that stuff turns into a giant robot. It happens at least once an episode. Except when it doesn't. Except when it doesn't. <laughs> That's a phrase you're going to be hearing about a lot when we talk about this. Yes, very much so. And... Uh, Mutsuki is, uh, well, she's, she's a girl. And she grows mushrooms off her Out face. of her head for some reason. It's never explained why. And it never happens to anyone but her. Yes. Which is Even though, weird. like, her and her brother are the same species. Yes. Which, interestingly, uh, their species is, uh, nitrogen breathers? Somehow. Yes, and they have to neutralize oxygen because they take that they take a medicine to neutralize oxygen, and they have to. And also, water is super deadly to them. It makes them explode in mushrooms. I think it makes them melt, actually. Oh, like I thought it made her explode in mushrooms, though. No, no. I, I think that's just her. Yeah, she 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 grows mushrooms. All the time. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. Usually when she's, like, focused on something else or, like, embarrassed. It's it's weird. It's never explained. It's probably a reference. 
that's how I'm explaining all of this. Although that's mostly because we watched uh, Nyarlo a little while ago. So, yeah. And everything in that is a reference. Trust me, from someone who never, well, not never, who pretty much never gets Japanese pop culture references, it, you, it, it's still enjoyable. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, and wait, what was I saying? Right, and they, water is super deadly, and they, and they're nitrogen, and they also drink ammonia tea. How does that work? It doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. And then, of course, you got the uh, the spa- the Galactic Patrol, who are they're your normal masked goons, who are completely ineffectual against the main characters. And then, of course, we have the leader of the Galactic Patrol, Commander Ronbon, who is. How much can we talk about Ronbon? He is the big of, bad evil guy. He's the big bad evil guy. Has a lightsaber. Yes. Dresses like uh, Mysterio <laughs> plus Darth Vader. Yeah, that, that that's about right. All right, fair enough. I, I suppose that's I suppose that's that's the best we can do. Yeah. But c- can we talk about some of the stuff about him or? Yeah. We- Ron Bond's searching for the, the, not the super weapon, the key to the giant super weapon so that they can yes. blow up the planet Earth or something like that. I, I think it's know. just so that he can have it. Yeah. He's, he's technically the ruler of the galaxy. Dude straight up just went and conquered the galaxy, like, overnight for yeah. lulz. <laughs> yeah, just because he was like, fuck it, I'm going to conquer the galaxy. Which, <laughs> mad respect. Mad respect to that. That is... That's like dedication and drive. Although, admittedly, all it took was, uh, all it really took was having the one person who could stop him say, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Conquer the entire galaxy today because he was bored and the one person who could stop him didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. We're we're passing over a lot of we backstory are. information that we don't want to spoil because it's it's good shit. There's no twist. I'm not saying there's a twist. Maybe the twist is there is no twist. When you think you've hit the twist, you've passed the twist, and there's a turnoff heading back to the twist in front of you. <laughs> but then you're gonna miss the twist again, and then there's another twist. It's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like the Dallas Loop, from what I understand. Funnily enough, I was about to compare it to like downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be able to get to where you're going. You won't know how you got there. <laughs> uh, that is a very good summation of this series. Okay, so that's more or less all of the characters taken care of. Oh, of course. Owie's dad. Owie's dad. His dad. He's cool, dude. We never see his face. Yeah, this is not a spoiler. His face is never shown. Like, whenever, like, a picture of him is on screen, like, there's glare. And also... Either either that, or it's too far away to tell out any details. I'd like to take this moment to bitch about the glare. Right, the sun glare effect. Ugh! Someone paid for, like, a sun glare effect, and they basically decided that, like, since they already paid for it, they had to, like, use it. So, it's all over the place. If it's, like, sunny outside, and the characters are outside, expect half the screen to just be obscured by sun glare. It's not as noticeable in some of the, in, like, a lot of the later episodes. Mostly because they don't spend so much time outside, but the first episode, the very first episode at the very start, it's, ugh. It's remember, painful to the eyes. I remember when we when we watched it together, and we were like, "Oh God, my eyes!" It was. It is very painful, and it it really. It, I would say it really hurts the overall value. Like obviously, the series is really good. That's this is just like one little pimple on on like the ass of this series. 
Also, we're pretty sure that the version on Crunchyroll is literally just like a VHS rip someone made. That is entire. <laughs> yeah, because we 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 saw some like uh, some aberrations and whatnot, and I think we saw some lines go across the screen when we were watching. <laughs> so well, I would not be like... surprised. I mean, people evidently weren't lining up to preserve this absolute masterpiece of of of, of culture. <laughs> and it somehow apparently got a DVD release. It somehow got a theatrical release. Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious to me. That it got a theatrical release. They were they were proud of this one. I hey, I would be too. This is fucking insane. <laughs> okay. So we've got we've taken care of most of the characters. Did we talk about Aoi at all? Like, cause there's not much to talk about without getting into spoilers. No, we didn't. Uh, Let's see. He's a normal. He's he's basically he's a 15 a year old Japanese boy in a show where the main character is a 15 year old Japanese boy. Oof. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty. Uh, yeah. That's very, yeah. He, I mean, he's a student. He he eats miso soup. He he has a he has a alien for a mom. He has an alien for a mom. <laughs> so that that is kind of the the big crux of the series is just that, like he's at the start of the series, he's waiting for his mom to come home from what he thinks is New York, but as we see like almost immediately she's trying to get home from space because she's an intergalactically wanted space pirate obviously she also I mean, has a lightsaber yes she she lightsaber fights ron bon not a spoiler this literally happens in, like the first two minutes yes yes it does um what was i saying right and then his mom comes home, and and he's like, okay, yeah, my mom is normal. She is my mom, because she's wearing the male suit, right? Yes. And then she gets into a fight with the uh, the Ninga siblings who have come to arrest her on Earth. They're space cops. Yeah. They're part of the space patrol. Unfortunately, they don't turn into guns. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Uh, so actually, let's, yeah. Let's take a moment to to diverge to that. As far as I know, no one who worked on this show worked on Space Patrol Luluko. And they are weirdly similar. Like, if you look at the design for the male suit, uh, uh, like the combat male suit that Mito wears, and you compare it to the character design of uh, Luluko's mom. They're it's okay. It's not exactly the same, but they're very similar. Like similar enough that they had to know that this show existed, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some things where you say that, but you have to wonder how many people actually watched this show. <laughs> I know, I know. More people need to watch this show. I know, I I know. Like I am always saying, watch Semphagir. But I would just like to say, in addition to that, watch Space Pirate Mito. This this needs more people to watch it because it is, <laughs> it is amazing. Because we we just kind of stumbled upon this show. I. You were looking I, through TV Tropes, I think? Yeah, I hit the random media button on TV Tropes. And it pulled up a page for Space Pirate Mito. And the first, like, sentence said how it's a very obscure show from 1999. I'm like, that sounds like something right up my alley. Then it mentioned how it's incredibly nonsense. I'm like, alright, that sounds like something I should totally just, like, watch for a laugh. And then it wound up being what it was. <laughs> Surprisingly good. I mean, 
total nonsense, but surprisingly good nonsense. On my anime list, which doesn't really mean anything, but on my anime list, there are less than 2,000 people who have this, like, in their, like, watched or, like, planned to watch lists, apparently. Yeah. Which I, I went and looked uh, other stuff around it, and I have not heard for, of any of that stuff for the most there's part. There's a grand total of four people who consider this show one of their favorites. It is obscure. It is very obscure. Weirdly so, because, again, it's from Triangle Staff, which uh, I didn't even know what they did. Except I'd heard of them because I know they did Serial Experiments late. So when I heard, oh, Triangle, I said, oh, well, how bad could it be? <laughs> yeah. It's it's not it's not bad. No. It's just... It's just nonsense. It, def it defies any standard of quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For better or for worse. Probably for the better. Probably for the better. I mean, I'll say this. It it has references to stuff I've never heard of. But I was able to enjoy it without even knowing the references. Which is I didn't good. even understand they were references. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. But now I do. And now I can't get it out of my head. I can't get the theme song out of my head. <laughs> hey. In any case... It's something I can I can listen to whenever that's whenever <laughs> someone brings up beef stroganoff around me. It just it soothes my brain. It just gently exfoliates it of all bad thoughts about beef stroganoff and Japan <laughs> and the Japanese making beef stroganoff. How many times have you said beef stroganoff so far? It, it, it I think like three or four times. Beef stroganoff. Shut up. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, we were talking about Aoi. Yes. Yeah, his... His mom gets into a fight, and then her mail suit breaks, and so she has to get out of it. Which is at the same time that Aoi walks up to the, the, the combat area... And sees her getting out of the mail suit, and it's it's very it's very funny. You ever watch a little girl crawl out of your mom? <laughs> that sounded a lot weirder than I intended for it to. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's what happened, though. Yes, that is absolutely what happened. Now I understand why he passed out. <laughs> I mean, she's, she was like Momotaro, but with a mom. <laughs> you don't understand that reference. I don't, know. Okay. But you see there was a peach, and then they split it, and then the boy popped out. What? It's Momotaro. It's a classic... It's... Whatever. It's not important. Classic where? J it's a classic Japanese folktale. Okay, when I... I, I will when leave I, you a video about it later. <laughs> when I... Okay. So, uh, yeah. His mom splits in half and then a little girl crawls out. Yeah. Very good times. And then after after the first episode... Uh, this is all first episode, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this was all first episode. We raised over a lot of stuff. But yeah, all first episode. Um... So after the first episode, <clears throat> for about half the series, it settles into a kind of uh, episodic type type deal, where it's you know, like uh, them evading the space fuzz while going to school and going to school and being a family with an incredibly strange family dynamic. Yeah, and Mito's like, "Oh, I want you to call me mom," and Aoi's like, "Ah, oh, I gotta go to school." There's a, we, there's a gorilla there. Cyborg gorilla I there. I don't think she, I'm pretty sure she's not a gorilla. I'm 90% sure she's like that like early J Japan stereotype of a black person. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, thought, I thought she was literally just a cyborg gorilla. No. <laughs> why would you think that? What do you mean, why would I why think that? Why would you that? think that? <laughs> That's just weird. Neither here nor there. J Japan was... Japan is not great. Yes, I, I with, know that, but I no, didn't I'm, think I'm talking that... to the audience. I'm talking to them. Reminding them, Japan is not great with... I didn't think that was supposed to be like a representation of a human being. I thought it was supposed to be like a caricature of a cyborg gorilla. What? Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's never... <laughs> let's not discuss this again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to avoid thinking about that from now on. Yeah. But uh, also the the shape shifting cats, not, not the shape shifting cat, the shape shifting gray goose. There, she takes the form of a cat quite often. Yes, which is useful because uh, one of the space cops who follows them, uh, Mazatsky, has a deadly fear of cats. Well, maybe not deadly fear, but he's afraid of cats. Cats don't like him, and he doesn't like cats. It's a mutual distrust. So yeah, this it, it goes on and. You know, we get some backstory and all this other stuff. And, you know, these Aoi and Mito start to warm up to each other. They hijack a bus at one point. Good times. Uh, that was that was to fight the uh, the soda bot, I believe. Yeah, they hijack a bus at one point. They go to a, a summer festival, as is, as is standard for... As is tradition. Uh, Japanese television. Um, we get an entire episode, well, almost an entire episode, of, uh, of backstory. Which is yeah. pretty bad. It's a, it's a good backstory. I lo I actually like her backstory. How she met uh, Aoi's dad and all that. Ooh, I don't think it's ever actually even given a name. No, he is. Um, I don't remember it. Hang on. Kagido. That is his name. Ah. In any case, um... And of course, Aoi ends up falling for Mutsuki, who is uh, the mushroom girl, who's been in disguise, at, who transferred in disguise to his high school, or middle school, technically, because they're in ninth grade. They're not quite in high school, I believe. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be middle school. Fucking Japan. She transfers in disguise. <laughs> in disguise. Which is to say, she changes her hair. Yeah, she... And that's she it. She puts on, like, a headband. And, like, straightens out her... Like, flattens out her hair a bit. Cause normally Slightly. Because normally she's got it all, like, in a, in a ponytail. In a front ponytail, I guess? I don't know how to describe her uh, non-disguised hairstyle. Her and her brother just... They have really weird hairstyles that I don't know how to describe. Yeah, so anyways, uh, Aoi and Mutsuki end up falling for each other. I wouldn't consider this spoilers. No. Yeah. It's pretty obvious that they have a thing for each other. But just as that thing is reaching a climax, we hit... Uh, which one? Which episode was it? The one where everything changes? Yes. Which I believe should be... Like episode... End, end of, of episode 8? Uh... Yeah, kinda. We get the, uh... Yes, yes, it, 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 it's some time, point in episode 8. Because I remember uh, immediately afterward... Well, immediately before episode 9 is when that thing happens. Yes, the big thing. The big thing happens. There's a thing that happens. It's pretty huge. Yes. It's... It's... Like, like, like we said, it's kind of hard to talk about. A lot of the stuff in the back half of the show is hard to talk about because the show, spoilers. I wouldn't say it meanders, but the show meanders so much that from one episode to the next, it's entirely possible for just things to rapidly change. Yes. Except when it doesn't. Except episode eight. That is where the status quo is destroyed. Just completely destroyed. And we move up to, uh, well, 
Is it spoilers to say that there's a time skip at one point? That's not a spoiler. Okay. There's a time skip. That's it. <laughs> it's not even a hugely long time skip. Yeah. It's not 70 years. It is long enough for them to be in, like, the next school year, though. To, like, yeah. skip over entirely, like, two whole seasons. Uh, that's. I'm saying, like, a time skip isn't a huge time skip unless it's been, like, over an entire year. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, there's a time skip. And then from at that point, things, things get fundamentally change episode to episode. Yeah. I mean, there is, like, a certain amount of stability to it. There's in, there's a clear through line between all the episodes. That yes. is the plot. However, the, everything around that is super weird. The plot is coherent. It just doesn't make sense. Very true. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's let's pick some completely out-of-context moments. Is, is it a spoiler to mention ramen cups? <laughs> I wanted to talk about that, actually. Okay, I was about so, to say. so uh, let's see there. Let's just be as out of context as possible. Um, there's literally a ramen cup gun. <laughs> yes, uh, there is a what we thought was a genocide. There was there that, that, that that's basically it. It was basically a genocide. They basically committed pork genocide. Basically. <laughs> They basically committed pork genocide until we turned out, until we found out that it was just ramen. Which, admittedly, pork genocide into ramen is pretty, I'm pretty sure that's still some sort of, like, horrific, horrific thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, we mentioned how the teacher turns out to be, like, a ninja or something. Freaking ninja, out of nowhere. Yeah, super weird. Um, I do appreciate that... Uh, Aoi's classmates you know went and helped him instead of being like an, a bunch of assholes like uh, some classmates uh, <clears throat> uh, what, what am I thinking of I mean you could be thinking of a number of things <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of future diary <laughs> oh oh that's actually exactly what came to mind for me yeah. I, you didn't watch that show so no I didn't that's not a spoiler either. That's like the first like three episodes of Future Diary. <laughs> we are we are the best at determining what is spoilers and what is not. Uh, but uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, there's a giant space gun at one point. Yeah, there, there's the invasion of the planet Earth. There's a giant space cannon, which they are going to use to blow up this planet Earth, I believe. There's the giant space sword. That didn't they? Didn't they turn a galaxy into, like, a gun at one point? Or it was, like, a gun the size no. of a galaxy? No, no, that's just the space station that the, uh... That the, uh, Galactic Patrol is based on. Right, right, yeah. I can't believe there's I a, mentioned there's a the quote giant space sword. I want to make completely out of context. I do not want you to add context, so just, just, just let me say this, alright? Alright, alright. I have to activate your hormones before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is the stupidest thing ever. Yes. Absolutely. Oh god. I wish we could I really wish we could talk like a whole This show has now. a deep and rich lore. Deep and rich. Like, I'm not even kidding on that. There is... The lore is in the first episode, but you don't see it. Because you don't know about it. Like, when I was rewatching it, I, I noticed some of the, some of the like, foreshadowing slash backshadowing, I guess, in the first couple episodes. Uh, also, the, the, the epic space battles that they had with all the spaceships and stuff, uh, they're entirely in... 90s CG. Oh shit, that's right. I completely forgot about that. So that is a pretty big asterisk on this series. They they look like a fried dog turd. <laughs> that is accurate. That is very accurate. 
it's it's especially no- noticeable when they will randomly insert like normal hand drawn animation <laughs> in between yes. of the spaceships. It's like you've got one scene of the spaceships being hand drawn, and then it has to do some crazy maneuver, and so it switches to CGI, and it looks terrible, and it's like, super frustrating. Everything wrong with CG in, like, the 90s, early 2000s is fully on display here. I mean, I'm sure there were other worse series than this. Oh, like, no, I'm not I'm not saying that. Like, they, they don't... They, are... they don't composite the, the, the CGI well. But they use it decently. I'm not saying that others haven't done it worse. I'm saying if you needed a textbook example of everything, you could, you could form an itemized list <laughs> using just this show. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Space for Mito is a show that's difficult to describe to other human beings. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, very this... much a show that makes you go, go like, just, just, just watch it. Just, just watch it. It'll make Here's... way more sense if you watch it than if I tell you what it is. We need, we need, to, we need to use this to find alien life. We bleam it off into space, and when aliens, co- we'll know that it's it's reached someone when aliens come to us and ask us to explain it. <laughs> when they come demanding us to explain what we have wrought. Yeah, that makes sense. And of course, there's the one big thing that we're not talking about. No, we're not. That, because we're not talking about it, we can't talk about season two. Yes. Which I highly recommend. Don't look up season two if you don't want at that all. to be spoiled at all. The e- the Eli the basic yes. The Before basic we were dis- description of season two completely spoils the entire ending of season one. And I'm, these are not gentle either, spoilers. Yes. These are, like, massive spoilers. It's like if you opened up Harry Potter and you were, like, finishing the very first book and then, like, someone had just scrawled it in Sharpie's kills the I guess spoiler alert, but no. No, no spoiler alert. <laughs> the, the, the only thing I can really say about Space Part of Mito is that it's a show I started watching thinking it would be terrible, and it's a show I ended up watching all the way through because it was just that interesting. Yes. Very much so. Like, like, yeah, it's not good. At least no. by the modern standards of good. But it it is interesting. It's got good ideas. It's well thought out. Well, for a certain <laughs> degree of well thought out. The characters are, well, they don't jump off model too often. Um, the show is really weird in a good way. What I can say is that uh, when we started watching this, we started watching this and uh, Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans at the same time, and we chose to finish this series first. We chose to prioritize this show. Nothing against Iron-Blooded Orphans, but... Nah. This, this show just has it's got a better start, it's got a better follow through, and it's got a better uh, ending uh, yeah. and I dare say it has the better OP <laughs> fair enough <laughs> uh, this OP is haunting my nightmares <laughs> ever since we watched it and you know, I I just want to take a moment to just discuss um, ninety. Well, not not necessarily nineties anime in general, but uh, a, a trend I've noticed, like a lot, most anime nowadays usually have usually uh, play the opening for the first time at the end of the first episode. Yes, in, pl- in place of the ending, but this. Just goes straight into it. Just goes straight in. Opening as soon as you start the video. Yes. I kind of respect that. It's as I've as I've been watching like uh, Cowboy Bebop, which was also 
Like it was a contemporary of, well, slightly of uh, Space Fire Mito. Yeah. That was spring '98, uh, and I'm I'm currently watching, slowly trying to, uh, Evangelion, which was '95, and then Shakugan no Shana, which was 2005. They all more or less do the old thing with the opening where they play at the beginning of the first episode. They don't, like, play it at yeah. the end of the first one. When did that change? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm. It's something that I'm interested in finding out. Like, when they started playing with openings, that's yeah. what I really want to know. That is an interesting topic. Definitely something for uh, another episode of the podcast, I'd say. Yes. But it's an interesting topic, and I I would also like to explore that. Just the history of anime openings, I guess. The trends and probable reasonings. I'm not going to go into any of them right now, because... No. We don't need to. This is not about anime openings and endings. This, this is, is about, about Space Pirate Mito. Space Pirate Mito. Space Pirate Mito. Space Pirate fucking Mito. Space fucking pirate Mito. Said with the same energy as the fucking Catalina wine mixer. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking space pirate Mito. Yeah. So, um... Let's see. I mean, I obviously give this show 10 out of 10. Um, but... I'm biased. What's, uh, what's a bit... In your opinion, Eli, on your scale, what do you give Space Pirate On Mito? my personal scale, yes. uh, it's it's one of it's it's one of those shows that's incredibly hard to categorize. Uh, if I use my old star scale, I'd be giving it like four and a half out of six stars, which that sounds like a weird, arbitrary number. It kind of is. Uh, out of ten. Like six point five. That's pretty good. That is good. That's that's a... on my uh, mostly as objective as I can be scale, where a five is average, and a, a six is good. All right, so it's so it's it's, good. it's better than good, but it's not great. Six point five is in the area where I would recommend it to other human beings. <laughs> Fair enough. A seven is where I would tell people they have to watch it. And so it's not a it's not a must a watch, nine. but uh, it is a a nine if if you if you, you watch it. It's it's the cornerstone of human culture. All right. <laughs> nine enough. is amazing. Nine is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, I absolutely do recommend Space Fire Mito. As do I. As um, much as the weight of some random guy recording in his study out in the middle of nowhere texas <laughs> yeah fair enough hey if we can get more people to listen or to watch this series if we can get even one more person to watch this series that's one more chance for somebody to favor it favor favor it favor it what am i putting in their favorites list yes, yes thank you <laughs> put it in their favorites list on my anime list <laughs> Which it's currently sitting at a hot four, four favorites. Four fa- I'm gonna I'm gonna increase that to five, if I have enough space, because I've got all of the Simpho gears on my favorites, and I can't move those, obviously. My my favorites have been full up and haven't changed since. When did I watch Hero Camp? <laughs> then, like I don't know, six months ago. Makes sense. And even then, that was me shifting one thing off and one thing on. My favorites have been pretty static since, I don't know, last year when I hit, like, a hundred different things watched. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could probably drop one of these shows. I absolutely do recommend Space Pyramido. I mean, it's a good time. It is a very good time. I mean, if if you're willing to just sit back and... Maybe don't think too hard. As long as it's absolutely a show to just turn off, 
your 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 higher brain functions. I started out thinking I would like it for being so bad it's good, but it wound up being something that actually was so good it's good. Yeah. Very accurate. So aside from technical faults, which are honestly those are what's holding it back. <laughs> yeah. Although to be fair, Visually. it's triangle staff. It's triangle staff. The only other thing that was good was Serial Experiments Lane, and ev like everything else they have is not great. Wait, mean, they have uh, they have, again they have Macross Plus on there. I don't. I've not, I've not watched Macross. I'm not a fan of Macross. I, I don't know. I if barely Macross know Plus what Macross is, is. I don't know if Macross Plus is like one of the good Macross series though. I mean, I don't. I haven't watched Macross either. I want to it, because the it because, is uh, rated at seven point seven two on my anime list. All right, fair enough. And Space Parmito is unfortunately like a six point something. It's a six point four four, I believe. Uh, gross. It's it's far too underrated in my opinion. Ooh, on the money, six point four four. The nice. sequel is six point two one. Yeah, that makes sense. Because this this show kind of reminds me of. Um, Jubei-chan, to be honest. Really? Well, it's because I think it's a contemporary of that show. Is it? I, well, I'm assuming it is. I am, I'm looking it up right now. It reminds me of Space Patrol Luluka, as we've said, because I don't yes. have Jubei-chan as a... Yes, uh, Jubei-chan. It aired in spring of 1999, so just after uh, Space Pirate Mito. Yes, just well, technically, just after. Yes, just after, actually. Yeah, just after, because it starts is, with winter. Yes, which is really weird, because Jubei-chan is super weird, and I'd love to make you watch that, Eli. But it's that is that is too weird, in my opinion. That's I mean, too I weird even for you. Have watched anything in two weeks well hey maybe give it a look and we might talk about uh Sean in a future episode maybe see the difference is that Jubei Chan is based or I think it's based on something I'm like 90% sure that it's okay never mind it's original okay so yeah two original why so many good originals coming out of the 90s is it just because there wasn't enough manga back then to adapt? I'm saying a little, little column A, little column B, I think because not necessarily that there wasn't as much manga to adapt, so much as I guess it was easier to create original works. I don't mean easier in that it's like... You mean like financially and yes. copyright-like? Yes. Because Japanese copyright law, if you don't know, is kind of a... It's kind of a mess. It's a mess. That I believe that's why Macross and Robotech became two different series at one point. But they are two different series. But that's why they became two different series in the first place, is because of copyright law. The, the entire Macross-Robotech thing, you could literally spend an hour ranting on about. It's like the history of that whole thing that happened. I think you actually have, to me. Yes, I did, because it was interesting to me. Hey, there's another Because episode. I'm the sort of person that, like, sits there and reads about historical copyright disputes and goes, Oh, yeah, this is something interesting. To be fair, you, you write uh, parliamentary debates. <laughs> Imaginary parliamentary debates. I mean... They're, they could be interesting. They can be interesting. That is very true. <laughs> uh, in any case. Um, so, I guess final verdict on Space, Space Pirate Mito is very good. Go check it out. It's on Crunchyroll. The, the first season is dubbed, not the second season. So, I highly recommend the sub, personally. I, I actually haven't watched the dub. I'm going to go watch the dub. Because uh, I think that's going to be, I, I doubt, I don't think it's going to be very good. 
What, you don't think the dub of an extremely obscure property from the 90s is going to be good? No. Depends on when it was dubbed. And and who did the dubbing. In any case, that's it. Um, Discord plug. Discord plug. We have a Discord. Go check it out. You have a Discord. If you join, then... I don't know. Puppies and ice cream? Legal disclaimer, there is no actual puppies or ice cream. I will I will I will I will post a picture of puppies and ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for every every uh, every every new user who joins the server gets a picture of puppies and ice cream posted uh somewhere on the server, I guess. I, I don't know. It's up to Eli how exactly he's going to take care of that. Until then, uh, this has been Anime Storganoff. I have been Eli. I have been Lilith. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.